Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron, and of course, we'll be talking about the Bucks and what happened last week and why they're not playing tomorrow in the NFC Championship game. We'll break down who is playing, a couple predictions, talk about the lightning and all things sports that you want to talk about. The number here, 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show kicked off on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. All right, sports fans, let's get to it. It's hard to believe that there's only three games left in this uh, football season. The two games tomorrow and then, of course, the uh, the big game two weeks after that. Going back to last week at this show, we had said that uh, if you're a, a pro football fan, that's the best day in sports. There's going to be uh, four huge games. And I'll tell you, you'd be hard-pressed to find four better games than that what was played last weekend, starting on Saturday when you had uh, Cincy and Tennessee going at it. Um, as you know, the Bengals won that one, 19-16. All four games, both on Saturday and both on Sunday, um, came down to walk-offs. One of them was an overtime. Three underdogs won. Um, you know, going into the game, I was 6-0 the week before, but I was only 1-3 one, one last week. It was some tough games to pick, but nonetheless, um, since he won the first one on a field goal, 19-16, the second one of the day was San Fran. Uh, beating Green Bay 13-10 to in the frozen tundra of Green Bay, which knocked out Aaron Rodgers and, of course, led to all kinds of talk of what's next for him. Is he going to come back to Green Bay? Is he going to Denver? Is he going to fold up everything and just retire? And all that is uh, some talk for the offseason. We'll get to that uh, later on. And then, of course, uh, Sunday's games, the first game you had the, the Bucks and the Rams. If you look at that game, which we're going to break down here in a second, um, a lot of things went wrong for us. And you can look at, at penalties. You can say that, you know, the, the, the three personal fouls that we had in the first half. You know, we had Brady getting his first one in his 20-year career Maybe he shouldn't have said anything during the week about how he gets away with all that. Maybe he wouldn't have gotten that one. Who knows? Then you had Levante David throwing his helmet. That one was questionable. He was two steps from the sideline when he threw his helmet down in, in um, you know, just frustration. So I think that one could have not been thrown. And then, of course, the other one with the Dominic Sue, thinking that... Um, 
Goff had swept his um, leg or ankle, and that led to a uh, another 15-yard personal foul. So you had those three. Uh, you can talk about the zero blitz by Bowles at the end of the game, allowing Cooper Cup to make not one but two plays. So there's a lot of blame or reasons why the Bucks aren't playing tomorrow. But in my opinion, the biggest reason that they didn't win was because they didn't deserve to win the way they played. I think that the Bucks were outplayed by the Rams in last week's game. Um, the Bucks lost because they couldn't protect Brady. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is in the NFL. If you don't protect your quarterback and give him time to look downfield and find the receivers that are open, you're not going to win. And that's what happened. Um, he was pressured pretty much the whole game. Uh, he forced some throws. Uh, you talk about not having Antonio Brown or a deep threat or Perryman. I had talked about that several times on this show. And uh, yeah, do I think that we missed Brown or Perryman? Yes, I, I do. However, saying that, it doesn't make any difference who you have if you don't have the time to get the ball to him. So even if we had the deep threat in Brown, I'm not sure based on what I saw last weekend that Brady would have been able to uh, get the ball to him. Now, yes, we had our, you know, one of the best offensive linemen in the league, Tristan Horst, out with an injury. But I, I got to say, we have one guy out I don't know what happened to the rest of them. Did they all forget to block on how to block? The Rams have, of course, you know, they, they, they're built to put pressure on the quarterback with Doyle there and Vaughn Miller. And, you know, they really have a great defense. Ramsey locks you down on the outside. So, yeah, the, the Rams went all in on the offseason, picked up Stafford, um, and they're putting all their chips in to win it this year. And, you know, they might do that. Uh, you know, Stafford, he was 28 for 38, 366 yards, two touchdowns, cup, nine receptions, 183 yards, none bigger than the play at the end. Now, you can question, you know, what happened? Why did why did balls call for the zero blitz at that point that, you know, the Rams had the ball on their own end of the field, 40 some seconds left to go? Um, but they did. And, you know, they dialed up the play. You have to remember, Stafford is the number one quarterback in the league against the Blitz. I don't know if, you know, Bowles and the defense forgot that. So you can say it was a bad defensive call, or you can say it was bad execution um, with that play that was called. Either way, um, it, it doesn't matter now, of course, being a Monday morning quarterback, the, the game was over as soon as Cup caught that ball and they kicked the field goal and they won 30 to 27. So, you know, with that, with that win, of course, the Rams advance to the NFC Championship game tomorrow against San Francisco. And it'll be the third time that they meet this year. We're going to break that game down here in a second. But then, of course, the fourth game was the... Um, Kansas City and Buffalo game, which was probably one of the best games you ever want to see. Um, neither team really deserved to lose that game. Um, 
Patrick Mahomes worked his magic. Not quite sure what the defense on either of those two teams were thinking in the last couple minutes. There were more points scored in the last couple minutes of that game than I think, um, you know, to the games on on Sunday. Uh, it was really unbel- on Saturday. It was really unbelievable what happened back to back. Buffalo scored. And then um, Casey scored with 13 seconds. Um, Dak Prescott, were you watching that? <laughs> anyway, long story short, KC won the game 42-36 to 36 in overtime to advance to the AFC Championship game against the Bengals tomorrow. I will say this, uh, for as good as, of a game as that was, I think that this past weekend... The torch was passed from Brady and Rodgers to Allen and Mahomes. And as a, as a football fan, I'm looking forward to seeing these two guys and their teams lock up for the next 10 years, both of them being in the AFC. It should be a really um, good matchup for both of them for the next several years. If they can stay healthy and play like they played, I think uh, sports fans are in for a um, great, great addition of some uh, quarterbacking. And they're the the most talented quarterbacks in the league right now, going into the games, going into last weekend. You know, Rodgers, Brady had all the the accolades and all the uh, awards for their longevity in the league and whatnot. But when you look at the most athletic quarterbacks, uh, between Hebert over there and uh, um, the, the, the uh, Chargers on the West Coast. But these two guys over here, Allen and Mahomes, they're the two most talented quarterbacks in the uh, NFL, in my opinion. You may want to talk about Lamar Jackson, but um, he can't throw the ball the way these two guys can. So long story short, like I said, the Chiefs will be playing the um uh, the Chiefs will be playing Cincy in the first game tomorrow at 3. And then you have San Francisco playing the Rams at uh, the second one, roughly around 6.30. San Fran has already uh, beaten the Rams twice this year, believe it or not. Um, you know, I think the favorites in the two games are going to be the Chiefs and the Rams. They're both peaking at the right time. But when you look at Cincy and San Francisco, now they're looking to keep that you know, wild run going that they have as underdogs. And you look at some of the um, things that Burroughs has done for Cincinnati, they really believe that they can win. Um and it's, you know what? They might. They could very easily win. But um, I do think that as we look at the first game, Mahomes um, in playoff games, home games, he's 7 and 1. Um, I don't know if uh, the noise factor is going to be an issue for Burroughs and Cincy. I think Cincy can put up some points as well. Oh, Burroughs got knocked down, I think, nine times, sacked nine times in the game last week, kept on getting up, and, you know, he has a uh, air about him that, you know, that he's he's a winner. And, you know, so you can't count that team out. Uh, Andy Reid does a pretty good job of, of coaching on the sideline for KC with, uh, you know, with the exception of maybe some 
uh, play clock management, but we'll see what happens. But when you have Burroughs on the other side, if you look, he's, he's I was looking, he's 8-0 in must-win games. He uh, pretty much obliterated the college football playoff when he was with Bama, and then, um, you know, he came back and gets Baltimore and um, Kansas City and now two playoff games. So if you look around, I think that it's going to be a close game. I don't think that Cincy can win in a shootout. I don't think they have the weapons that that Buffalo had to be able to, or the quarterback that they had to be able to um, win in the shootout. So I am going to take Kansas City uh, in this game. I think it'll be close. I think that um, the Chiefs will probably win by about um, five or six points and advance to the big game. On the other side of the coin, you have San Francisco and the Rams. Although it's a home game for the Rams, um, there may be more 49ers fans there. That's a 6.30 game. Um, you now you have Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know, I really think that when you look at Stafford playing in the big game, they actually could have lost the game against the Bucks. They, they had that game pretty much won halfway through the third quarter, and they found ways to let the Bucks back in the game. And you really can't do that against a good team and against a team that um, is really tough. And San Fran's one of those teams. Um, Sean McVay, the, the coach of the Rams, he's winless against Shanahan and the 49ers. Uh, if you look at the spread, it's three and a half point spread. The um, Niners are the dog this week, uh, even though San Fran, you know, swept the regular season. Like we said, San Fran's still favored, and I think they should be. Um, I, I don't, uh, aside from Debo Samuel, George Kittle, uh, you have Garoppolo as a quarterback. It, you know, and I'll say this about Garoppolo uh, he's finding a way to win the games. Um, either way, no matter what they do this year, I'm pretty certain that um, Garoppolo's gone at the end of the season. And so every game that they win just increases his value. But I'm just about certain that he's not going to be around for uh, next year. And so saying all that, I think that uh, it's I'm old school. I don't think it's um, I don't think you can beat the same team uh, three times in a season. So I'm going to say that the Rams win this game and uh, set up a Rams Um Rams Kansas City uh, final. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. 877 448 7901. We'll be right back to talk some more Bucks football and lightning. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now now back to the show back to the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1
Welcome back to the Gymnasium, sports fans. I'll tell you, the weather has really uh, cooled off the last week or so down here. And, of course, tonight's supposed to go into the 20s in some areas. So, uh, hopefully, if you're going to Gasparilla and everything else, cover the plants and make sure that you uh, stay warm because it's going to be cool tonight, no doubt. rest of the country is getting hammered as well with some nor'easters. Uh, up north, so I guess we're lucky we don't have to deal with all that. But getting back to the Bucks, was this the last time that we see Brady on the field? Uh, you know, 44 years old, uh, long career. Uh, you know, what's he going to do next? We talk about this year he came back. They had everyone back from last year. Everyone was signed to get ready for the uh, a back-to-back run at the Lombardi Trophy. Next year, they're not going to have that. I'm sure that Leftwich will be um, coaching either Jacksonville or you know, maybe even the Saints, but he'll be coaching somewhere, most likely Jacksonville, so the offensive coordinator won't be here. Arian said he's coming back and he'll be doing most of the play calling, um, but the question is, play calling for who? Is Brady going to come back or not? I would love to hear your thoughts. Shoot me an email, sports at power901.com, and let me know if you think he is going to come back, and if so, why? Uh, here's my uh, take on the whole situation. Tom Brady said a couple times that he would uh, like to play till he's 45. He's 44 right now, so he may have one year left. And when, of course, when he says that, uh, some other players may plan some things in their uh, life around that as well. I'm talking about possibly Gronkowski for one. So for those reasons, plus, you know, losing the, the way that he did this um, this past season in the last game. When I say that, it wasn't a Tom Brady performance. Even though we had a chance at the end of the game, um, it, it just wasn't their day, and I don't think he played as well as as he thought he could. Is that a reason to bring him back next year in his mind? No, probably not, but I think it's going to come down to um, – couple, you know, a month or so off and uh, spent some time with the family. He had mentioned uh, that his family has sacrificed so much for him over the course of his career, would like to spend times being a father and, of course, being a husband and, um, you know, doing things like that. And if you look at it, what else does he have to prove? He's got most of the records. He's not going to go through all of them, but yeah, he's got most of the records and... Lots of lots of pros, lots of cons. I think when it comes down to it, um, he's going to take a you know a little bit of time off, talk to the family, and and see what happens. The way he feels right now may not be the way he feels a, a month from now after spending your whole life pretty much um, taking care of yourself the way he does and getting ready for the football season. It would be quite an adjustment for him to, um, you know, not have anything to do come. Uh, Come the preseason. So he may take a look at that. And I'm going to say that he comes back for one more year after uh, speculation. I think that, you know, he'll talk with his talk with his wife and she's going to pretty much say, listen, if you 
are retired. Are you gonna? What are you gonna be like during the football season? Are you gonna miss not playing? Do you want to go out there and play one more year? Like you said, you wanted to forty-five because I don't want to hear you complaining. You know that you know you're not on the field. That you can still play and and everything else. You no, know, she says she doesn't like to see him out there getting hit and everything else. Well, quite honestly. The way the rules are right now, you really don't get to touch the quarterback that often. Um, so I think he'll be safe for one more year as long as he can stay in the shape that he's in right now. So uh, it is too early to predict anything, but I am leaning towards him coming back for one more year. If he does, I think Gronkowski will come back for one more year. You'll have Godwin back. Uh, of course, you'll have Evans. Um, so I think you have the nucleus of the team to come back to play for one more year. And that's something that uh, we'll see what happens as we go further along in this year. But like I said earlier in the show, I really think that this past weekend we saw the passing of the torch from Rodgers and Brady to Mahomes and Allen and um, no Herbert out west there. So I think that um, time will tell what happens. The question is, Rodgers, what's he going to do? Is he done? What team does he have the best chance of playing for um, next year if he plays at all? He said he doesn't want to go to a team that has to rebuild, doesn't want to be a part of that. Don't forget, he's 37 years old himself, so it's not like he wants to... uh, go through any type of rebuilding situation. The offensive coordinator just got a job, a head coaching job with Denver. Uh, a lot of the pundits say that that may be the place that he goes. I, I don't really see him in Denver, to be honest, but um, I think the best place for him, if he truly wants to just play to win, would be to stay where he is in Green Bay. But I think the rift last year... Um, during the offseason is still in the back of his mind and I think it's causing him some uh, some doubts about whether he wants to come back and, and play for Green Bay uh, because of that. Again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Sports at power901.com 877-448-7901 I want to throw the uh, trivia question out to you right now and um, the trivia question is going to be brought to you by Formaggio's Pizza. Um, I'll tell you, if you get a chance of outside on Lithia Pinecrest out there across from um, River Hills Golf Course, Formaggio's Pizza, go see Jordan over there. They got some awesome Stromboli, awesome pizza. They're starting Sicilian pizza right now, uh, slices and pies. So if you get a chance, go over there and Tell him that uh, you heard about it on the Jimmy B Sports Show and, and he'll take care of you. But the uh, the trivia question is, who's the only quarterback that uh, won the Super Bowl and did not play for that same team the next year? That's the trivia question. Email me, sportsofpower901.com or go to jimmybsports.com and uh, do it that way. Um Going to be talking more about the Bucks in the next coming weeks of uh, any signings or um, you know what we're going to hear about Brady when he decides. I think he's going to be a while before he decides. You know, you have other quarterbacks. You have Dak Prescott. Uh, you have uh, Russell Wilson. You have quarterbacks like that. Wilson may go somewhere, although Prescott's not going anywhere. Jerry Jones gave the um, of McCarthy 
another year to at least perform out there and see what they can do. I think that team is uh, definitely uh, underachievers as well. And you know, quite honestly, all you hear if you put on um, a talk show in the morning are the Bucks, uh, not the Bucks, the um, uh, Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys and what they're doing. What's Prescott doing? Jerry Jones, what's he doing? Rogers' situation. So um, there's a lot of other things to talk about. And of course, in this area, we talk about the Bucks. We'll continue to do that. Uh, your thoughts, let me know what you think. And we'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Shifting gears a little bit. Uh, the Lightning, great win on Thursday night against the New Jersey Devils, 3-2. to two. Uh, Anthony Sorelli had the winning goal in the um, in the third period. Also scoring was uh, Matthew Joseph and Kilorn. I'll tell you, Joseph has really come into his own this year. I, I think with um, Kucherov not being able to play earlier in the season, and then, of course, he's out right now on the COVID protocol, um, it's given people like Matthew a chance to go out there and um, really show what he can do. And he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. Uh, and it definitely showed in the game on Thursday night. We've won uh, six out of the last seven. And I believe we're 11, one and one in our last 13 games uh, home here at, at Amelie. We'll be taking on the uh, Vegas Golden Knights tonight. That's a seven o'clock game. If you can get to it with uh, Gasparilla, it's going to be really challenging uh, maneuvering through the ways to be able to uh, get down there and and play. So uh, get to the stadium and uh, watch the game. But if you're able to get there, it should be a very interesting game with Vegas, who's a very good team this year. Right now, we're sitting at about 63 points, I believe, uh, two behind Florida in the um Atlantic Division. So we do have the break coming up here next week. It'd be nice to pick up a couple more uh, W's, get a couple more points as we head into that. Um, like I said, Kaloran had a goal, Sorelli um, uh, as well. And um, if you look at the Lightning this year, they're finding ways to win. Other teams will tell you that the Lightning find ways to win and to be able to be the best, you have to beat the best. And right now, um, we are the best team the last several years and looking forward to being able to keep that uh, going. And, and of course, if you um, have a chance to get out there and see the team play, it's really one of the better venues, I think, um, to go out there. Vinick has done a great job with this team, with the franchise, and you really feel a part of everything when you um, walk into that Emily Arena and uh, watch the team play. I think they really do it right. Uh, talk a little bit about some golf right now. You have the Farmers 
uh, insurance open going on uh, out there in California on that swing. Zalatoris is 14 under along with Justin Thomas. Uh, you see some big names playing. They're getting ready for the Florida swing coming up here. Um, Day is 13 under as well. So I think as you... Um, Get ready for the Florida swing. Heard some news with the Valspar this week that um, you had Colin Morikawa committing to play, which is fantastic news. Uh, one of the top players in the world. Uh, I think you have um, Justin Thomas as well. Um, Dustin will be playing. So I, I think that... If you look at the way the golf is lining up right now, uh, you have Rom that's always playing well. Uh, you've got a lot of players out there that on any given day can go out there and, and shoot a low score. Brooks Kepka, uh, he's looking pretty good. He's out there. Um, so if you uh, want to talk some Valspar, it's always a great venue. The field, Sam Burns won it last year. He'll be coming back to play as well this year. Uh, that's probably the highlight of um, the, uh, the the Florida tour, in, in my opinion, the uh, stretch that they have down here. There's openings available if you want to uh, go out there and be a... Um, contributor from a contributor as a volunteer. Um, my wife goes out there and does that, and she's really enjoyed herself last year. Uh, it's a great venue to go out there and um, you know be a part of it. So if you want to go online and look at opportunities, it's coming up here in March. Um, you know, talking about some other things right now, you have the Australian Open that's going on. Um, we talk about the Australian Open. Unfortunately, the first thing that comes to mind is Djokovic not being able to play. But really, you have Danielle Collins um, from you know, St. Pete over here, I believe. Some roots over there. Should be playing Ash Barty in the women's final. And... Um, that should, that should be interesting. And then, of course, after the Australian Open, you have the um, French Open. We'll be able to talk more about that um, as we get closer to it. But I think the main questions right now uh, in the Australian Open will be the men's final, Nadal versus Medvedev. And if you look at those two, they really um, set up for a great final. And um, I'm thinking that Medvedev is going to win that. And hopefully Daniel Collins can come through on, um, on the female side as well. Your thoughts, 877-448-7901 or sports at power901.com. Didn't have enough time to talk about the Rays this week. We'll make sure we... Uh, Talk about them next week as far as what they're doing in the offseason, any acquisitions as far as the lockout goes, um, the stadium situation. We'll be talking about that. And, of course, we'll be talking about the uh, NCAA men's basketball coming into um, the month of February. And then, of course, March Madness, which is always a uh, highlight of the sports season uh, for many of us. So any thoughts on that? Got a chance to go to a USF game this past week. They um, 
played SMU, unfortunately came up on the short end of that one, but um, you see some good things happening with that team. I see them playing defense, which is going to be, um, you know, the cornerstone of any good team is defense. No one likes to play defense, but um, I think that what I saw with them, they're a little bit um, challenged on the offensive um side of things, but they're really playing some tough defense, which will pay off for them in the long run. Anything you want to talk about, please email me, sportsofpower901.com. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Appreciate you listening to the show. You've been in the gymnasium. Um, I've been your host, Jim Barron. Looking forward to talking to you next week. And again, answer that sports trivia question. Shoot me an email. Who was the only player, uh, the quarterback that won a Super Bowl that did not play for that same team next year as always stay warm this weekend but as always stay safe stay vigilant and above all stay positive we'll talk to you next week on the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1 have a great weekend guys